When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Kristen. Do you want more Ask Women sent to your email almost every day? Well, then sign up on our ConnectPal page, which is connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. You'll get tons of free extras like fresh podcasts, articles, videos from Marnie, videos from our guests. It's awesome, and it's definitely worth the three ninety nine that it costs per month. So go to connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. Coming up on today's episode, we have Catherine Urbanic and Randy Wayne in studio, and we were talking about Kristen's recent heartbreak. She actually cries on the show, so stay tuned and listen to the tears. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, bitches. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here with Marnie Kinder. She is the owner of wingrowmethod.com. Check it out, buy your products, etc. Um, we have uh, Catherine Urbanic back on the show. And I know your name so well because we're on Facebook and I always see your posts. You you yeah. do a lot of stuff. I, I try. Actually, yeah. Yeah, you always look busy, like red carpety things. Yeah, oh, like you're kind of famous. Shucks. Yeah, you, yeah, not as famous as Randy, but... I mean, yeah. fine, both of you are famous, but still, <laughs> like you do red carpet stuff. That seems so fun. Is it fun or is it not fun? Um, or is, is it work? I I I don't like posing for pictures. You're good. So. At yes, it. you do. No, I really You're very don't, good at to it. To be honest, I really don't like the ones I post are the ones like out of the fifty pictures that were taken. I found the one that worked, and then that's yeah. the one that gets yeah. shared. So yeah, that's, that's like, good. Oh, you're that so that's great the at one it. Sh- getting shared. Huh? That's the that's good. That's the one getting shared because well, I'm the one sharing it. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. I thought you were right. saying like they happen to pick that yeah. one too. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, but we have your roommate here, Randy. Wayne. Wayne, who's an actor who looks, you look like a mix of like Brad Pitt and like his even more handsome brother. Like, yes, this is not, yes. this hey, is not a good thing. The security guard downstairs said, man, I thought you were Paul. Oh, like, Walker? Oh, dead Paul? Yeah, dead, dead Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. no. yeah, maybe. I see more of Brad Pitt than dead Paul. Yeah, I see, Stop I see it. Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, I think like Brad Pitt's you don't get ugly. Awesome. Yeah. She hates Brad Pitt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what about Paul Walker? Do you think Paul Walker's attractive? Uh, the dead, the dead version. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. So then, he's, yeah. no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's working it's for you. Now. It and is working for you. You're going to be in Hellraiser. Yeah, it's a new uh, Hellraiser. Uh, it's called Judgment. It's coming out probably end of the year. Seems like that's uh, my life is actually just Hellraiser. I feel more like I star in Hellraiser every day. <laughs> I hate my life. My no, life is Kristen like... reached out to me for some advice yesterday. I liked it. Yeah, you're sending me texts mm-hmm. of like a conversation. It was great. Yeah. Felt good. Are you the Hellraiser? I don't know. No, I just that's just what happens in my life. So I'm the judgment. It's not what happens in her life. I don't even know. I've never seen Hellraiser, so I've no idea. (laughs) But there's like eight of them, right? Isn't that like a big franchise? Hellraiser is a huge Yeah, this is the tenth installment. Yeah, like it's a big it's a big movie. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Thank you. Okay, so do you want it's awesome. Do you want to talk about your situation? I I had another topic, but yeah, I would love to hear therapeutically I do. Yes, Kristen is loving these weekly segments that we have now. Because you get to vent and and get a whole bunch of people's opinions. We'll keep it we'll keep it 
helpful for people who are listening. I don't want to just be like, oh, now it's the Kristen's dating show. And no, she's but, I, but sad. I know where you're going to go with this because we, we spoke a little bit yesterday. And so I, I know how we can use this as advice yeah. for people who are listening because yeah. I think it's really important information. Yeah. So explain to these two, these red carpeters, <laughs> what's going on. Um. So I broke up with my boyfriend eight or two two months ago about um, an eight-year relationship. And then um, really he was in just an 11-year of... relationship. Hmm? He was in an 11-year relationship. 11 years? We'll yeah. talk about oh, that. We'll get God. to that. Yeah. Help us all. Yeah. You're, you are starring in Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so then I immediately kind of lo- started going on like Bumble just to kind of distract myself. And I didn't think that I would meet anyone that I liked. And then I did. And so we saw each other for about a month. And he broke it off with me two days ago. Yeah, and I Trisha's like jaw on the floor. I know who would do that to me. I know I'm too amazing. No, I'm not amazing. You are um, amazing. You're, but you're but just it, in an emotional place right now. I am, I am, and it broke my goddamn heart. Like I am, I don't usually feel like feelings, and so like yesterday, I literally spent the entire day in bed. Like from the time I woke up, I just awesome. stayed there until <laughs> just now when I had to come here. Um, well, you look good. I'm For spending che- a day in bed, you look amazing. Yeah. I'm just checking to see if we match on Bumble. I don't see you on there. Mine. <laughs> I probably swipe left. I have high expectations. She's not into my men. Better than Brad Pitt. Um, and uh, and what I guess I mean, there's a lot of it that's hard. Um, but this whole dating thing now is new to me. I haven't felt emotions for so long because being in my prior relationship, it was so just like just monotone. And yeah, I we weren't really into each other. It was just kind of like we just existed together. But I never looked at other guys just because I thought, eh, I don't think I'd find anybody any, you know, like it was just not anything that I thought about. So now I'm going through all these emotions and, um, this situation with this guy, we've been seeing each other for a month or a little bit more. And he started about a week ago to show signs mm-hmm. that it was like, he was no like losing interest or like not con- wanting to continue. And what's embarrassing for me is that I was like pushing it. Like I, was seeing the signs, but I was like, oh, well, maybe he just this and like been there. Yeah. And just have kind of forced myself on him in a way, not physically. Cause we haven't, we didn't, we haven't seen each other for two weeks. So, um, I just was like, oh, like last week we were taping our show and the entire time I was checking my phone to see he was texting me because normally he would text constantly. And then all of a sudden, roughly around last week, it started to slow down. And so it was like 12 o'clock. I hadn't heard from him. One o'clock, two o'clock, and then I, you know, so, and so I what became did, what so did obsessed. You do? So um, I sent him a picture that I was getting my ears pierced to try to like, like I got these at Claire's. No, oh, high end, but it's interesting. So let's, so let's bring this back to people who are listening to our show because I think this is also helpful information for them because I think a lot of people I was trying, do this. I was trying to basically get him interested again. Yeah, or which happens when guys first meet a girl and they don't want to let go of the texting. They're not hearing from the girl. Right. So like, let me just throw anything at yes. her, and then it becomes creepy. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, I wasn't getting creepy though because no, he you was. Got, we already had a relationship. How long were you together for? A month. But oh, it, so you haven't seen each other in two weeks and you were together for a month? Well, I'm kind of counting. So it's like right now, if we were continuing to see each other, it would be a month and like a week and a half. Mm. So we saw each other basically for a straight month. Like we saw each other maybe two or three times a week, texted constantly. And then about last week is when it started to slow down. And the re- and we didn't see each other before that for a little bit because he had to go out of town. So he was in San Diego. And so um, I was... What I was doing was I was waiting because he had to go out of town. I was waiting to see if he would 
follow up about getting together again once he got back. I figured he'd be like, oh, so what are you doing this week? I'm back. And he didn't. And then that's basically when I I had been going over and over and over in my head, like OCD obsessive, like couldn't stop thinking about it. If he was not liking me and what did I do wrong and all these things. And so, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. So, um, so anyway, I, it was awful timing because I had to go do stand up. I do comedy. I had to go do stand up. And right before I left, I just, it was like an itch I had to scratch. And I just wrote to him and I was like, so like, we're never seeing each other again, are we? Like, I just, you know, had that sense. And he basically was like, he was really well-spoken and I showed Marty the text. Like he was very nice, Mm -hmm. but he basically was like. Um, I think you're great and wonderful, but I don't think this will work long term for me or for us or whatever. And so then I was just like a ball of awfulness and then had to go like do stand up comedy, Mm -hmm. um, which was a really hard night. Um, So he said, you know, if you want to talk more about it, I'm working. But if you want to talk more about it, like at 1130, he he works late at night. Um, And then I just never wrote back. So it's been two days. And how old is the guy? My age, 33. Okay. Well, and it and it's like I totally it's one of those things where I think people need to listen to their gut because I kind of knew we weren't a match and I wanted us to be a match. And so it was like I was ignoring all the signs of like cuz he's very like you just looked him up on Facebook. Like he has a lot of tattoos and is very edgy. He's very into like s- scenes. Like he and so I just kind of knew that I wasn't I'm not that type of person. I'm not like this like rocker girl who DJs. And yeah, but that, like, that doesn't mean that you're not a match. That doesn't. No, but I can see him losing interest quicker because I don't have that like appeal. Like we're in different worlds. He's a vegan. Mm-hmm. I I fucking love meat. You know, it was just like there are certain things, and like he would talk about like doing drugs, but like not eating meat, and I thought that was super hypocritical. <laughs> yeah. And it's like okay, you'll put this in your body, but you won't put that in your body. And so it was things like I think um, on a good foundation level things were off anyway but I was so attracted to him and I felt so great around him that I was willing to ignore those things and it's an ego thing where I want to like I want to be the one to be like no I don't like you yeah everybody does and so I want to be the one in control yeah getting it switched around for me is a new thing Um, so I I do want to make a couple of comments on on what you've said so far so I was watching do you watch the bachelor bachelorette okay so I'm watching it this season because it's an awesome show and bachelor in paradise is even better just a little plug for them not getting any money but you should watch (laughs) that show because it's awesome but they had the finale on Monday night I watched it last night so I could do it commercial free and um, it's just so interesting how they get to experience this whole relationship building arena and then the breakup arena. So there's two guys at the very end of it. Both get to propose to her. They both think that she's going to say yes. She rejects one of them. And then three to five months later, they get to go on a show after not talking for three to five months. And they get to calmly get closure with each other because they've given themselves time to compose themselves. And have perspective. Have perspective and to really ask the questions. Which, honestly, if there was a way to do that in real life, that would be the most phenomenal thing in the entire world. Because they just, like... I'm sure there, you know, there's cameras and people watching, and they may have been a little bit different if nobody else was there. But they get those moments to calm down. But it, it was interesting because the guy, Robbie, was asking... Jojo, who's the bachelorette, like, why wasn't it me? You said you love me. Like, why wasn't it me? And she had said something similar to what you had just said. She said, no matter what, we had an amazing time. I had a love for you. But at the core, the things that we had in common weren't 
going to be long-term things that we could share. That foundation of friendship wasn't there because not that there was few commonalities, but the commonalities, commonalities weren't solid enough or long-term enough for her to see that they could build on it. Had she just been dating him, I'm sure they would have dated for a very long time and maybe those things would have come out. But she was also comparing him to somebody else in her life where she was having those feelings. Did she bang Robbie? She did. How many guys did she bang on the show? I think two or three. Maybe she had better sexual chemistry with the other guy. But that could have been one of the commonalities that they had. But she was highlighting the friendship that was there compared to the friendship that she had Mm. with this other guy. So I think it it was something that was a little bit more substantial than just sex. But I'm sure that that was a component to it as well. When you do have a better connection with somebody in... Uh, your commonalities in your friendship in attraction you know sometimes most often it does enhance I just want to say one thing you're you're very lucky that that, he's 33 he seems mature in the fact that he didn't lead you on because like I'm pretty bad at like telling a girl it's done it's hard to do you're hurting someone's feelings and so the fact that he just told you straight up in a very nice way instead of we can talk about it later is you're lucky he's that nice because he could have just like kept pulling you along and saying no no it's all good I like you yeah well that's something I I do want to talk about I still felt like I was stringed along a little bit because I know I mean it was pretty good but it was like I had to initiate it and I had to go through a week of like mental torture going oh my god I don't think he likes me but I'm gonna try this anyway and like I wish because like it would be weird like he wouldn't text me but then I would post something on Instagram or freaking Facebook and he would like it immediately so I was he likes you but he doesn't maybe not like that. Yeah, doesn't like like you. So I was so I was getting these like mixed signals. So I was continuing. I wish he just kind of the minute he realized it because now I'm kind of looking back like oh when we hung out he was kind of acting this way and it's embarrassing to me because I feel like it, it's like it's almost like you're walking around with a booger in your nose and they're not telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm like walking around as if like we're hitting it off and we like each other and I like you and you like me. Meanwhile, I have the world's largest snot rocket ready to come right out of my nose, well, and no one said it. And so it's embarrassing. To me, I feel, like, humiliated. He probably didn't know. He probably didn't. He wasn't sure. He's probably thinking, like, oh, do, do I see a future here? Do I like this? Is she yeah, like me? It's it, debating cool. time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to think yeah. about. Especially so so let's talk about a way for helping you re- reframe and not feel this way because I think a lot of people go through heartbreak after a month of interacting with somebody that they really like where maybe they don't think that they're a great match, but you were enjoying each other especially after having a period in your life where you weren't really happy for so long and to suddenly feel happiness with somebody was really nice and to have that taken away I think that's kind of what you're grieving right now to be honest rather than the person but they still go hand in hand with one another so maybe I would love to turn to you guys and just say like from you know bird's eye view not emotionally involved in the situation as well from a guy from a girl what is the best way for like, let's just say this wasn't Kristen. Let's say it was a, a guy or a girl, anybody, to handle that type of scenario. Even on both sides. Like, let's talk about the person doing the breaking up and the person being broken up with. Like, what is the best way for both sides to handle that situation? I, the, the question is coming from, because Kristen yesterday was showing me, and you can tell me if you don't want me to share no, this, you but can share. Um, was, was showing me the text that they were writing back and forth. So 
the text that he wrote was very honest and I, I, I thought like forthcoming, even though, yes, maybe for a couple of weeks you have felt str- strung along. Because I, I agree that he was probably debating this because I, yeah. I could see him when he was writing. He likes and respects you. There's no doubt about that. And he's attracted to you. But I think he was debating whether or not it was something else that he wants to get further invested in. And so I understand the process of waiting a couple of weeks to figure that out. Um but you, he had said to you, I'm, I'm busy right now. Um, if you want to talk later, I'll be available. And right away, you wrote back and wrote a lot of your feelings, right? It, not a negative thing at all. I couldn't really make sense of a lot of the things that you were feeling, but you like emotionally dumped on him. And, which, and it's funny because I felt like I was holding back from emotionally dumping. Right. And I'm sure you <laughs> were. But it was it was a lot to put on somebody. How long between you and your big breakup and this relationship? Two months. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. been like I nothing. think a lot of it's from what your boyfriend is going into this as well. Like, yeah, well, I think now I'm on the end of my ex-boyfriend, yeah. which is even way worse because we were together for so long. And like how it's I feel like him because. I'm in his shoes now because on the other side of me breaking up with him, it was like, I'm not really concerned with his emotions or his feelings. I want to move forward in my life. And so all of a sudden I felt now that this other guy was feeling that way about me. Like he doesn't care about my emotions to him don't really matter. He wants to kind of get a clean break and move forward in his life and date girls that he wants to date. Well, that's you, you don't know that. So I just started to feel kind of like bad for my ex. In the way that, like, I just kind of dismiss all the painful emotions that he's going through and uh, then feel, like, shitty because now I'm on this end of it. And it's it, it's dehumani- dehumanizing a little bit. And I'll say that because he did tell me when I first met him, he said, because um, he's lived here for, like, 10 months, and he just said he's had, like, a string of, like, month-long relationships here. And I didn't take that as, like, a hint. Not a hint, but, like, I should have... I should have kind of thought about that more because I just thought, oh, month-long relationships, those girls weren't were, – they su- sucked. So and he was so, in 10 relationships? I don't know if 10, but maybe he's seen girls here and there, but they've each been like a month long. Mm-hmm. And so it was like we hit that month point, and then he was done, and I'm like, oh, this is a pattern of his. So I, I'm kind of trying to not take it personally because clearly this is something that he's doing. Um but I just don't like being on the losing end of it. Yeah, nobody does. And that's the thing. Uh, everybody who listens to our show and writes in questions to us, and and you know, it, it is it is it's not the the rejection that they're holding on to. It's the how do I save myself from feeling like a schlub, like from feeling yeah. like the. And I, I I totally understand that. So, okay, I want to make two comments. One is about how do you stop feeling like a schlub in that in that scenario, um, and the other thing is I want to talk about the emotionally purging. In texting, because I had said to you, like, like similar to what I said with a bachelorette, like you, you should have hugged and said, "Well, I wish you the best." Like that's the the thing to do. And then you got to go take a breath and either call your girlfriends and vent to them, or go write it down on a piece of paper or something and get all of that shit out of you. And then you can get to your points of what you want to ask him. If if, if at that point you want to ask him anything, so that it's not because he was responding to you, and I, I still liked that he was still being responsive, but he was responding to things that I don't think is really going to help you feel better. And how yeah. do you take in time to sort of just pull back a little bit Go do your comedy show, think about it, cry, whatever you want to do, and then come back. I think you could have gotten some really solid answers that could have helped you move on for the next situation that you get into. And you can still have 
that time right now. He sounds like he's open to it, and I'm sure he understands that this is what happens when you know a band aid is pulled off really fast. So I think you still have that opportunity in terms of uh, not looking like a schlub. You, you you have to reframe the way that you think about it. I would say that like the egg timer example I give about my friend Sean Steven all the time where you turn an egg timer on and you say I am going to give myself 20 minutes to just, that just is so like not purge time. about 20 years fine put it on on your iPhone you can put it on for three days if you want to whatever it is but as soon as that timer's done it's done like yeah. do what you need to during that time call your friends vent like that's pretty much the limit of what your friends are going to give you anyway for, for whining about something but then it's done afterwards and then you have to be in control of talking to yourself more positively because the truth is from a bird's eye view is that you know you're awesome you were in an eight-year relationship you were in a vulnerable place but you were having fun with this person you had an amazing experience you knew in your heart of hearts that this wasn't the match for you but if you can reframe it to say, you know what, I had a great experience with somebody new. I now realize that I am a girl and I do like sex and I do like having fun and I like drinking and I like doing other things. Like all, if you can start to reframe your brain and eating meat, right? Any meat, and you're like, fuck <laughs> I do. vegans. I love meat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I just, of course, to like distract myself, going on Bumble and just like looking at pro and like if someone says vegetarian or vegan, I'm like swipe left, <laughs> out of my life. It is so funny because I had this one client who wrote. Uh, to me and he said can you just check out my profile I want to see what you think of this he had gone through a divorce and he, he wrote a really great profile but then he said like for his wants if you don't play tennis you are not the woman for me and I just thought that was so, so interesting that like you don't like tennis like that's it it's over <laughs> but it was because his ex-wife there was such like a thing around playing tennis and that that he fixated on the fact that that's why their marriage ended because they didn't she didn't want to play tennis with him. She didn't respect the fact that he wanted to play, play tennis. She wouldn't support the fact when he wanted to go play tennis. So if you don't like tennis, like, this is not going to work out. So it's funny what you do hold on to. You're like, vegan? Fuck that. Yeah. But it's your way of screening for people. It, make, it makes sense. But just make sure that you're not cutting off awesome people just because they don't cut meat. Yeah, so you, you preface this by saying easier said than done so that we can give Absolutely. advice yeah. all day long. Yeah. But when it comes to ourselves, it's harder to do, right? Exactly. Uh, and then, you know, there's obviously the rebound thing. And it's – you don't – when you break up, you don't realize you're on a rebound. You just right, feel right. like, oh, okay, I'm broke up. I'm single. I'm going to go talk to people. But right. it's a thing for a reason. Um, and ultimately, I, I think you're so emotional because um, we want to be loved. Yeah. And even though you're in a relationship and you may feel the emotions are kind of gone uh, from that person, you still – you sleep with a person. You're around them all the time. And so you kind of – that's the rebound. You want to be – you want to feel loved. You want to give. And so yeah. you found a guy that you were attracted to that was cool as hell, and, and I think you just went in. And unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. But I'll go back to what I was saying with him. Yes, I think he did – I think what he did was perfect. I have a hard time doing it. I, I hang out with girls. We have fun. We have good sex. And then I'm like, I'm not really into her, but I like hanging out with her and – I don't want to tell her. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. No, and it then, is. It is good. And then the, the purging. When you uh, you're saying that, uh, go talk to your girlfriends or write it down. I don't think talk to your girlfriends because girlfriends say what you want to hear. Well, yeah. I think journaling is the way to go because yeah. if you write, you'll you'll come up with your own answers. Right. And you are pretty and you are funny and so like you'll find there's so many guys out there that would date you. I mean, Brad Pitt's into you. But what? <laughs> <laughs> the actual Brad Pitt. For the record, he called me the other day. Um, but what happens is, is for someone like me, I'm very neurotic and insecure and self-deprecating. And so then it does become like a what's wrong with me. 
even though it's like, uh, like uh, all comedians. everybody. For, I will no, not comedians. For everybody, it's what's wrong. I know, but think what I'm saying is, all I the take questions. it to like an extreme, like a super extreme. But think about the questions that we get from people. They're yeah. all asking, "What's wrong with me? Why doesn't this person that I don't know like me?" Yeah, just because. They're not calling back or they flaked on a plan. It's like that. that is the natural place to go to. Yes, but then to do like – I mean for me, it's be, like I feel like it's going to become an extreme thing because it's probably just super temporary. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to change the way I dress. I'm going to change the way I look. I'm going to change my, the color of my hair. I'm going to start – you know, it's like it really makes you go, oh, fuck. Like I'm not enough. And, like, what's scary, too, is, like, the world that we're dating in right now. They have, like, another girl in their pocket literally but, waiting but to you, go. But you have to reframe all these things. And I know that you're still in your three days. So, like, even take two weeks, however long you need. Because the truth is that you are grieving an eight-year relationship as well. So take as much time as you need to think that way. But when you are in a better place, you can also think those things. Is like, okay, they have somebody else to go choose from, but so do you. I know. But then what happens is... It's a we talked about the other day or the, a while ago on that iHeartRadio show is the one itis. Mm-hmm. You guys ever heard that term no. before? It's like when you basically become fixated on one person and you're convinced that that's the only person for you and that the only person you'll like. I think I'm allergic to that. That's good. That's a good allergy to have. You don't I think want I'm one-itis. addicted to that. Yeah. <laughs> Same because now because yesterday what happened to distract myself, I was just like all day just like going on Bumble and like swiping and swiping and swiping and every guy even that was handsome or cute, I just thought He's not Justin and just like, and it's like, oh no, when will I move forward and see guys as potentials? Cause now they all just look like not the one person. Yeah. Well, that's, you know? and that's a pain. You've had like two yeah. days. I, I'm not interested in almost any girl right now. So I, I feel you. I'm yeah. I mean, it's been, I've been single for over a year and a half, dated for a little bit, but there's not like I, today, I, it feels like earlier today, but I was just like, man, I don't know. When am I going to meet a girl that actually like really catches my attention? Yeah. Because Girls are interested. We talk, and I, I just flake because I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to spend my time, my energy on them. Right, right. And so it's like right now I have like a gajillion. I mean, I was very liberal. Usually I swipe left on everybody, but I was very liberal with my right. Like I'll swiping. take any attention right I was just now. Like, I just need to talk to somebody. I just want someone to like distract me. And everyone. But that's like, okay. I would match with people and then start a conversation, and they were like duds. Because what was good about the other guy? I don't know if it just says his name, Jay. Um, but we had great text banter. And to me, that's so important. Like this kind of ping pong match in text. And so I actually did something really pathetic to distract myself because it was like a long day of laying in bed and like everyone was boring me so badly. And so I saw this guy that I swiped right on, but we didn't come up as a match. I don't know if he swiped left on me or just hasn't seen me, but I got his Instagram name was there. And so I wrote to him on Instagram and I was like, hey, this is really random, but like, I think you're cute. Do you want to go out sometime? I actually did Whoa. That. Yeah. What did he say? And he wrote Let's back. See. He, I mean, in text, he had like the worst personality. He was just like, hi, this is weird. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Yes. Like I just had this question. No. And I'm like, all righty. And so eventually I go, and then he goes, send me some pictures. And then I was like, like sexy picture. Like it was just so weird. And he just seemed like, so disappointing like and then in my mind i'm going oh justin would have been really so funny about this whole thing and so anyway i basically wrote to him i go if you want to go out i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna go if you want to go out sometime let me know maybe i'll maybe like you're more exciting in person because here's a nipple shot terrible in this texting shit so i mean but i was trying so desperately to be distracted and then i feel guilty using someone's as a distraction oh my god why but 
It, 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 it happens. I'm yeah. sorry, but th- this is what happens when you are emotionally rattled. You don't do the most sound, gracious things. And uh, we're human. It, it, we're human yeah. beings, and you have to forgive yourself a little bit more. Yeah. You are going through the 100% normal process. One sucks. Yeah, I it literally sucks. would it's rather be feeling. in a shitty, horrible eight-year relationship than this. Really? Yeah, because what happens no, then you is you were that tortured and miserable. Before. I was. At least you smile now. I was, but it's like you feel like I, I was numb. And like when you're numb, it's like, cool, whatever. I don't have to deal with emotions and listening to sad songs that made me cry in the car and drive to Pomona. I get this I just, way when people ask for a refund on my site. So don't worry. You'll get over it really fast. You know you're depressed just when you like, choose to like, just drive in the car to, to like Pomona. Just to like go somewhere. I was just Listen, like, I just got in the car and just like drove. You're, just, like, you're, you're not alone though. I mean, like yeah. I've gone through, I mean, everything that you're describing except me minus the eight year relationship. Yeah. And it's been that way. I mean, ups and downs through being, especially in Los Angeles, um, over the past five years. And, uh, uh, I'm glad that Randy's not a douche because I'm like, I'm all <laughs> the dudes yeah. I've met out here. I'm like, seriously, who raised you? I know. Um, Randy's awesome. But, and so is Chance, our other housemate. But, uh, like, I totally get it. Like, going on Bumble, it's like, or Tinder, it'll, like, you'll have matches and it'll be like, you know, and I'll message the dude because that's the whole point of Bumble is that the girl messages you. Right. And then they don't respond. And I'm like, dude, why are you here? Right. Like, you know, right. or like, why did you swipe right? If you just, you know, and I guess, I, I don't know. I've heard some guys say, oh, I'll just go on it when I'm bored and I, you know, see who's cute. All right, fine. But, it, like, as a girl, you know, it seems like you're looking for another relationship or something new and solid. No, but this least... is for guys and girls. This happens to both people. Yes, so, and I so, have heard so that, what, too. So what do you do to help make yourself feel better in those situations? Um, in, it's, it's, I did get really drunk. The That's night, good. like, so yesterday <laughs> I was also in bed because I was hungover. <laughs> you are like a whole new person. Yeah. Like, but it is going to sting, one hundred percent. Anything negative that happens is going to sting. I, I, this is like not even close to being the same thing. But I had this one person who is like a work associate, who is a friend, who's another like dating coach, and we had a miscommunication over email, and he was kind of snarky with me. So I thought. Because I had joked with him about something, and I could not let it go for two hours when he wrote back that remark about, like, what I could write back or what I could have done differently. I couldn't let go of it. It, it was really bothering yeah. me. So I'm saying these are, like, these are normal things. We're still going to be upset if something doesn't go our way or if somebody's thinking negatively of us. You know, It ended up being that he was just like, oh, my God, like, things don't read well over email at all. I was totally joking back with you. But – for that time period, like, and that's not even putting my heart out to right. somebody that I have been sleeping with or that I'm invested in. It's it can st- it still stings. So this is this is normal. So what what for you? What is your way? And for you, to, for all of you, like, what is a way to help make yourself feel better, even if you sting for a few hours or a few days? Um. Well, I love frozen yogurt, and there's a particular <laughs> frozen yogurt place I go to, and I'm just like, I need froyo. I'm going to Whipped LA. Um, <laughs> Devin and Jared, if you're listening to this, there's your plug. Um, I go and I get my low-cal froyo, and I sit, and I enjoy it, and I look outside at the sunshine. And I also will go and visit this Bichon that I'm in love with, um, that I puppy sit for. I'll go visit the dog. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, a black guy. <laughs> sound like Bichon. No. Um, and, like, when I look at him and I'm like, okay, these two things make me really happy. And I've been struggling a lot emotionally, just kind of – I'm very much ready for my 20s to be over. I have not enjoyed them really at all. But I keep – 
I keep thinking to myself, just kind of two words that I'm contemplating getting tattooed on myself somewhere is keep Fuck this. No, no, <laughs> keep going. Mm-hmm. Because your my choices are like what are my choices? I can sit and stew and wallow in this, or I can keep going. And I feel like that's what everybody who ultimately succeeds in something they just didn't give up. They mm-hmm. kept going. And yeah. I found, you know, I've tried to find the positive things in relationships in my life that have ended, or things that I got out of something like okay, this really didn't work the way I would have wanted it to. But I was able to take this element from it. And like, you know, okay, I like a guy that I can have witty conversation with. That's something that makes me happy. The fact that he is a vegan and is into a bunch of stuff that I'm not into, that I don't want in my life. But I know that I can take this this knowledge of what I do like. And ultimately, I think you'll find somebody that will have not all of those things, but close to it. And that's who you know, you're going to probably end up spending the rest of your life with, yeah. but it's, it's not easy. There's, it just seems like it's not going to, you know, it just seems like, okay, there's no way I'm going to find someone that I can have. The reason I was kind of am fixated on him or like was and am is because I, we could have like witty banter, but also I was insanely sexually attracted to him. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to ever happen. Like guys that I seem to have banter with are guys that I'm not really into. Like, it's like, it's yeah, like but you've friends. only been single for a short period I, of time I know, and you had yourself like, cut off for a long I, period of time. I know, but I just don't see I'm I know the lights at the end of the, the tunnel with in that respect to that type of interaction, but I just don't see it yet. Yeah, you're so not going to. So that's what feels really sad and scary. You're not going to for a bit. Okay, I want to take a break. We're going to come back and get to some overanalyze this questions, but thanks for sharing all this. <laughs> I know, this is like, Kristen never shared anything before except for the fact that she hated sex and <laughs> and everybody who wrote into our show and now she's like, I'm going to tell you everything about yeah. my life. Yeah. 100%. Okay, we'll be back after this. Playboy Radio's Music Spotlight. Hey, this is Brian Head Welch from the band Corn, and you're listening to Playboy Radio. So back to Corn, you guys must have just went all out crazy. What was the craziest thing that happened to you guys on tour? Oh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. It was like we would just we would just party and party and party. I mean, there was all kinds of nights that we were just up all night. There would be one of our friends was a dentist. He'd bring us uh, no way. nitrous, just suck on nitrous all night long. Wow. Uh, there was, I remember we were partying one night and, and, uh, this, this guy was there and he was like, Oh, I got this. I got the best coat. It's like the cleanest Coke ever and, and ecstasy mm-hmm. and you won't, you won't, you can't find this stuff. And I was like, Oh, where'd you get it? And he goes, well, I'm a surgeon. And, and so I have, and whatever he said. Yeah. And he, and so he lined out his stuff for me and I started snorting it and, and I took ecstasy and he goes, and he goes, what time is it? And I was like three thirty. He goes, Oh, I gotta be at the ER and, no! at, at nine. And that's I was insane. like, that's what I said. That's crazy. And I was a rock star. And, yeah. I, and I was like, dude, that's irresponsible. You know? <laughs> Good for you because that is. It's crazy. I feel sorry for the patient. That's what I said. I was what like, the? man, I hope to hell I don't have to go into your you're, ER. You're like, can I have your card? Yeah, I'm going to remember never to go to this yeah. guy. <laughs> it was scary, you know? And so that that's how dark it got. It was like yeah. we had doctors that were just writing us like... Music Spotlight with Trisha Cruz right here on Playboy Radio. If you haven't been listening to PlayboyRadio.com, this is what you're missing. You were just focused on ass today. <laughs> we have here Pamela Horton, Miss October 2012, and also our gamer next door. Woohoo! Woo! 
What an introduction. You guys bring me on and talk about my butt. <laughs> See MTV's House of Food reality star, Amanda Jean. Hi. We, we teased when we had you on the first show at LA Kiss that you should do some modeling for Playboy. I yes. would love to. And you, we're going to do a lot more here. Oh, this yeah. is going to be a lot is more fun. Is it going to be risque? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably going to be risque. <laughs> so Ron from The Chive, welcome to The Mayhem. How's it going, guys? Thanks Hi. for having me again. Nice. Our goal is to try to make the world just 10% happier. Ooh! And we're, and we're able to do that. That, is, that is a great Ron. goal. The Chive, we are Chivers. Chive on, brother. <laughs> for this and even more great content, make sure to go to playboyradio.com. Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on TuneIn.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. When it comes to fitness, Andrea Lowell knows it all. I am now a certified raw food nutritionist. I'm going to talk to you about the rectus abdominis, which are the six-pack muscles. Hear about all the latest fitness and nutrition trends as she gives you the best ways to stay in shape. My favorite superfood, chlorella. It's a cordyceps mushroom. It's Sexy Beast, Mondays on Playboy Radio. Listen to playboyradio.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Let's get to some questions from our listeners. Okay. This seg- <laughs> Damn you. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Okay. So here's a question. If people have questions they want to write in, write in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. I'm going to try as hard as I can to do more of these on the show because we are backlogs and I feel horrible because I'm sure there's questions from like They just need to make the show two hours long. Exactly. Or maybe every day. I would never want to do it. <laughs> I would kill myself. No offense to people, but I got work to do. Uh, okay, I have a challenge for you, a huge challenge. I am a 27-year-old black guy. I have had both black and white chicks in my life. I moved to this small town in Texas called Mineral Wells back in 2014. The women here, well, the Caucasian women here, have all been brought up. To, I'm trying to like be right on the mic. Have all been brought up to not date anyone outside of their race. Now, I don't know if that is too hard for you to believe, but I hope it isn't too much to ask. But how do I break through an invisible wall that I see all of the time to get a woman to sleep with me? Donald Trump's trying to build an actual wall. Right. Exactly. He's going to make it impossible for you to do this. Um, Who lives in a prejudiced town. So how how do you deal with that? Well, I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, uh, There's some truth to this, but also I think a lot of it's just a little made up it comes a lot down it comes a class a lot of times if he can show up and sh- show like the southern hospitality Ooh. that the parents expect from a, a guy who lived in the town their whole life the respect the well-spokenness the rest of it doesn't matter they just want to see someone that's classy with manners and respect and if they can he can show that to the women and their their parents then he should be good yeah. You don't think there is some hardcore racism that There's hardcore happen? racism everywhere. I've been in right. Louisiana where they're racist against white people. It's everywhere. It's a thing. Well, white people are horrible. It. Yeah, well, of course. So, and, Wait, yeah. who's racist against white people? It's <laughs> everywhere, trust me. It's, I've been in Louisiana. No, I know. I'm they, they, they call names. I'm like, okay. It yeah, doesn't no, offend me. But it, where he's at, I've, I've been to, I lived in Texas from Oklahoma. 
it does exist. But at the same time, if you show class and manners and you're just a nice guy, you'll break through that wall. I agree. Not letting that wall be yeah, a deterrent for yeah, you. Of you just be yourself. But I love what you said about it's not like molding yourself to fit in, but understanding the culture of where you are at mm-hmm. and fitting in in that way, but still being yourself at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, too, you I mean, if a girl doesn't want to have sex with you because of your race, then you shouldn't want to have sex with her. Like, yeah. she clearly doesn't respect you. Why would you? I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. Right. I, and, just, I, and it doesn't always come down to, like, being, like, racist because you don't want to, like, be with another race. It's sometimes what you're attracted to. Yeah. I know for me, like, I see, like, a lot of handsome black dudes a lot. And I'm like, oh, that he's really cute. But I'm not physically attracted to him the way I'm not physically attracted to an Asian dude. Like I, I just don't have those feelings. I have a very specific type that I'm attracted to. And it's like, that's, what's hard is that you have, I I feel bad because he's got the element of the racial things, but then that other element of like what you're attracted to, like Marnie's, Jewish and she was always into like short Jewish guys because that's what bald she just was kind of not because she was told to but that's just what that was my fear naturally happened so it's like you have to find someone who's naturally attracted to your race and then go from there and I know that sounds really hard and confusing like how do you do that but it's it's really just by op- being open and giving yourself different experiences. Like similar to what you just went through, you you dated a vegan tattooed guy, which is something you would have never done before. So that's expanding because now I'm I'm guessing that when you do go on Bumble or you are out, people with tattoos do catch your. Oh my god, I love tattoos now. I know like, the but that, so, 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 some, so exactly what Catherine was saying. It's sometimes it's not racist racism. It's just what you've been exposed to and what is in your sphere right, of right. options, and that right. sphere can be expanded. So uh, the guy. I didn't write in his name who wrote in. Um, but for you, sir. Um, <laughs> Dear sir. You, you can just show somebody a different option. That, that's the thing. Exactly, you know, what Randy had said. It's just showing them that there is another option rather than being deterred by the fact that in your mind you think everybody doesn't want to be with somebody the, who's black. You'll find the girls. I, growing up, I was always attracted to black girls, but I never acted on it. I just didn't. I didn't think they'd like me, actually. Yeah. So when I moved See, to Orange County from Oklahoma, and I'm blonde hair and blue eyes, the first girl I dated for two and a half years was half black, half Asian. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I then I dated How did Mexican that... and everything. I went, I went, I was like United Nations over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Britain's leaving. No, that's what? they're not leaving. Brixton. Brexit. 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 Yeah. Is that what it is? No, that that word was. is like a Go-tex? lip gloss or something. What? I forget what it is. Brexit. So how did that? Called. How did you approach her? How did that situation no, happen? No, I, I just I was working in a mall and she came in like her big afro and like sexy swagger and I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> oh, cool. I kind of want to know you a lot better. And she was like, That's really what you she said. Was like, okay. yeah. And I was different for her, like just country yeah. boy, thick accent. And right. So we dated for two and a half years. She's like, Why is Brad Pitt working in a mall? <laughs> <laughs> Career's not going so well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have been talking to a girl, and I realized this, this is the woman I want as a partner. She put me in the friend zone, and when I tried to get out and express my feelings, she rejected me. We started talking again and again. My feelings came up. Now she completely rejected me, and I really want her in my life. Please help. Is this a case of one-itis? <laughs> this, is, yeah, this is me. Him and I should hook up. I Be just, pathetic together. I just had this conversation with a close friend of mine. He's in love with his best friend, this girl, and she loves him as a friend. Yeah. And he's like, why won't you just give me one chance? Yeah. And we talked about it for a long time. But ultimately, she doesn't want to lose him as a friend. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I'll stay with her even if we have sex and it doesn't work. But you don't know that you will. 
you might be so heartbroken. So she doesn't want to ruin that. Too. She doesn't want to ruin that friendship they have together I by taking that, a chance it's on not it. Even like she I, doesn't want to ruin that. Right. I think she's not attracted to him. I think I think girls use that phrase. I don't want to ruin our friendship. No, I want to keep our friendship, and I don't want to have sex with you. Yeah, I'm just not into you physically. I've got girlfriends that want to have sex, and I won't do it because I don't want to ruin our friendship. Yeah, I think guys will say that because I think because guys will have sex with anybody for the most part, right? <laughs> so, so guys will want to have sex even though they're just friends. Girls, it's not the same way. If you're just friends with a guy and you don't feel that chemistry, that sexual chemistry, you won't just want to have sex. So why, it's a different. Why do you think it would ruin your friendship? Because she would. Because girls, to you? I've learned since I've been single, like girls, once you have sex with them, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's like that umbilical cord right there. Holy just... shit! What's wrong? Not always. Like chemical stuff going on there. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's oxytocin. It's it's beyond our control. It's like a biological I love it thing hate for it. us. I know, but it is interesting because when when girls do usually say that, it, it means I don't want to be with you. I have I have this one client right now. And it's sad. I mean, he, it's keeping him in my email coaching program. So it's like making me money, which is good. But he literally writes me the same thing every single time. So we had a coaching call at first. He told me about this girl that he originally dated. She said to him after, I think, about a month and a half, I just see you as a friend. I don't want anything more. And he said, um, okay, but still pursued her, thinking that it, he could change things yeah. around by changing his character, the way that he was acting. And we definitely did some coaching to get him to be more of a leader, whereas before he was a wonderful communicator and supporter, but he wasn't really bringing that sexy home. Uh, and she did start responding to a lot of the things that he was writing, but I could tell that she could still see him as a friend. And he would try to engage her and, and initiate conversation that would lead to getting together. And she sort of kept flaking on him. Um, but she would still want this friendship to be there. And together we constructed an email that had him say, like, listen, I'm not sure if I'm being clear with you. I, I Even though she had already said what she wanted and she was clear with him, he needed that for himself because he thought there was still an opportunity. And he said... I don't want to be your friend. I think you're wonderful, but I, I'm not in this for friendship. I, I want to be something more for you. If you do not want that, please let me know, and then we can't communicate with each other, and I Perfect. hope you respect that space. Yep. So <laughs> she writes back. And she writes back. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Thanks. What? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't want to date you, so this is like a good way no, to kind of get she you to stop back. annoying me. She writes back and says, oh. I'm really sad, like, like – like basically don't be a baby we can still be friends like hoping oh, we can still be right. friends still and for him in his mind he thinks that that means there's still a chance a chance it's like in dumb and dumber yeah. she's like yep, try yep. and i kept saying you got you just gotta cut it off well Uh-oh. it's like do you know the you dumb do this and, do you, uh-huh. the dumb you and do dumber thing i mean well i'm i'm in a friend zone i've been in a friend zone for six months <laughs> yeah with a guy that Rand- you like randy knows all about it with a guy you like yes you just gotta cut it off <laughs> I might possibly be in love with it's yeah. really bad. Well, the, with this guy, he was like, "We, I still want you to. I want to still, I want to still be in your life as a friend. Um, but I don't want to pressure you into friendship. But it's like you're tempted to take it because it's like it's the only way you can be close to them. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't liked communicating. Take it. I liked being part of his world, and it's like I want to say yes, but I think I'm more like in love with him, and so then I can't. I know I can't, but I am. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure you're not in love with this. I'm hundred percent sure you're not um, in love with this guy. Uh, I think I, I because again, like 
you both want different things, and I think you're just very much attracted to him, and you are coming. You're you've gone through this whole experience that I think was almost like a drug, where it's like, yeah, wow, I can enjoy sex, and I can be attracted to somebody, and I can enjoy witty banter, and we can like do this fun stuff. Yeah, no, no, no this is good. Keep going, keep going. Right. Even though there's nothing. And now you don't to want me. It, I want you even more. Right. But even though there's nothing to really like, like hold this foundation, yeah. it, this is really fun. Yeah. It's like going to Six Flags. Totally. But you can't go to Six Flags every day. It's just I mean, not. You could, you know, you I mean, you could, but <laughs> your like G forces are going to have a bad effect on you. Yeah, you eventually. get sick from the roller coasters. Eventually. So I think that's what that is. But I'm. I mean, for me, I I do this person that I'm that who is my friend and who I'm his friend. I do genuinely care about him. Of course you do. I'm in love with him. Yeah, there we go. But I mean, <laughs> I I do like. I mean, like to the point where like I'll do stupid things where like. I will do something that makes myself unhappy to make, make him, him happy. happy. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's not a friendship. Um, and uh, not I'm, that he's doing that to you, huh? But that's not not that he's doing that to you as being a poor friend. But you're being a bad friend to yourself. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, and it's not getting you anywhere except for distracting you from other guys that are freaking much better. I'm. Tr- I mean, I'm on Bumble. I am on Bumble <laughs> religiously. Yeah. I am not. Well, get like, off of him and keep on to going. Bumble. I am on the Bumble. Yeah, get that Good. tattoo. Um, but yeah, exactly. The I really Bumble should. Keep going. But like, keep so going. just going yes, off of that no, though, Bumble. like I matched up with somebody <laughs> on Bumble, and he was like, and I told him that I have a home in Toluca Lake, but I'm staying a lot in the West. And he's like, well, let me know when you're back in Toluca Lake, and we can go out. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be back in Toluca Lake for a week because I'm puppy sitting my dad's black lab on the West Side. Oh, then we'll wait a week. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, it's a little offensive to be like, I'm not willing to drive to West Hollywood to meet you, but I'll wait a week. Like, I'm thinking... Yeah. I'd say that. I mean, Fuck I wouldn't... Would no, like, I'm not driving. Hold on, stay away. No, then but, that, to me, is, like, so... Like, it's offensive to me personally. Is like, it to somebody you've never met before that they don't want to yeah, invest that much in she you? she would do it. Because you swipe well, no, right? No, it's a 20-minute drive. Like, it's yeah, not it's that not big like of a deal. deal. She's asking to drive to Pomona, which is no. where I drove to. No! But think about it <laughs> And this LA way. is a huge city. I mean, like, you know, and he's like... And he told me he's looking for a relationship and to meet the right person. Okay, great, but you, you're, but as long as they're in your a five mile radius of where you live, yes, like that to me, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, it's just and to That's tell that limiting. to a girl, to me, it, I think I find it offensive. Like, yeah, you can I went to downtown LA for work, but you can't drive. Yeah, it is that's interesting. But think you know, about you Uber see, you if you really someone's... don't want to drive and do email. But, well, but he way. doesn't really want to see her. That's well, that's the whole what it's thing. saying. Right. It's like, so I don't really want to see you. I don't know you yet. It. I'm not going to invest. I just did that with 20 other girls, and they fucked me, and I spent 150 dollars on dinner with them. I'm not driving to see you. You, you have like if but, that's uh, what's going to cut wants, you off. But a girl wants them to do that. I understand that. I if I liked a girl 100, percent I would do that. Yeah. If you liked a girl that you met on Bumble. Yeah. Who you don't really know yet. Okay, did you have a really strong connection with this guy on Bubble? I don't know about a really strong connection. He called me and we talked on the phone for like 45 minutes. Okay. And it was like a night, you know. And were you invested in him? Yeah. Like, I mean, I swiped right on him. I read his profile. I'm like, okay, all of this <laughs> like, looks okay to today. me. No, but I mean, like, from what I gather of this person, I'm willing to say, yes, I'm going to take time out of my busy schedule because I don't have, like, I am a busy person. Are you going to drive to him? I, if he if it was like if he was in Silver Lake, I'd say, hey, let's meet up halfway. Like, I mean, or find you know find a common ground. Be like, now nah, I'll just you know wait till you're back here. And we and he literally said we can go walk somewhere. And I'm Ugh. like, all right, Hate like this guy already. you know, to me, like he wants man. to have you close to his house so he can bang you. Okay, well, he then. just wants it to be as convenient as possible. Yeah, because yeah, and to me, yeah, that's like you know, I'm. No. Okay, okay but that, I, but then that's your boundary. That's yeah, I want to say something about Bumble and Tinder. Girls get really upset when guys don't respond a lot, and girls seem to be pretty good at it. But here's the thing about Bumble and Tinder, whatever, Raya, whatever. 
you match with What's like Raya? Say, yeah, oh. we're, we're, yes, I'm on Raya. He's in Hellraiser. He gets is. to be invited into Raya. So, oh, you know, okay. You match with like ten girls, let's can. say, in a day, and you might talk to them a little bit. And there's the, the lag of communication between your emails and their their messages, whatever. So then you go on again, you swipe more, you get like five or ten more. So you kind of keep getting them. So you invest like a little bit of conversation. They get pushed down. You got yeah. ten more conversations. They mm-hmm. get pushed down. So then eventually you've got like. 30, 40, 50,000 matches. I don't well, have when I that started many conversations. Swiping, well, I didn't either until like a couple of days ago when I realized that this other thing was in the in the can. I started swiping right a lot, and so I got a lot of matches. And now these guys have gone, let's talk like in text, not over Bumble. But then I'm like, but then I won't know who you are. Like I need the picture yeah, there because there's so many. The picture in there and say Bumble. See, well, oh, that, yeah. that doesn't happen. I mean, I match up, and I can honestly say probably one out of ten guys actually respond to the hey. Like, you know, or hi, or, you know, like something will all comment about their profile. Like very few of them actually write back. And I'm like, that's why I'm frustrated because I'm like, why are you, you know, on here? And it's not like I have a bunch of hideous pictures or I'm trying to catfish anybody. Like I think I'm a decent looking chick. Yeah. I'm a spin instructor for crying out loud. I've got a light <laughs> ass. Come like, on. Yeah, really. Um, and, and I'm just like, you know, yeah, that's so, what you should write to so them. I'm the a thing. spin instructor for Christ's sake. Well, this sake. has I been mean, a good episode to show the frustrating side that women experience. <laughs> yeah. I think... Marty, just, you can have me on every show and right. I will bitch about being I know. That's exactly what every guy single. wants to listen to on this show. Like, Absolutely. Like, I guess bitching. the one thing about this Bumble shit, girls are like, have something original to say when you message me. Uh, Bumble's good because girls write first. Here's my last seven messages from women. Hi. Hi, Rando. Hi, Rando. Good morning. Good morning, Rando. How are you? I'm sorry, but Most I'm boring really, shit ever. I'm really good at the opening message. I like you. Do not have the problem, guys. Respond to me. I have, and I'm not trying to be braggy, but no, I but have, you write good messages. I, I have very like witty messages that I start with, but they're not like witty where I'm trying too hard. Um, Look at this. She's so down like, on herself, and then she's like Miss Ego over here. No, but I just, <laughs> but uh, my opening lines good, but, but then it just fizzles from the there. Openers. But I think. The he- you know, like I do nothing like that. Like I make myself be like not like every Find other girl. Something to yeah. Like for example, like this guy, um, his name's Tof. He T O P H. I just typed. I googled. I googled Tof. I just googled, and he came up. And so I read. There's like this thing. He's his. He's a writer, and he's kind of had like this thing that happened on social media that kind of blew up, and he got in trouble, and he had to like write an apology letter. Nice. So like I wrote to him, and he and he wrote. In this apology letter, he wrote how much he's he apologizes for being snarky. He hates snark. He thinks snark is like a bad thing. So I wrote to him, you wrote him a hey, are message? you still because he uses extension on me, the 24 hour extension. So I wasn't going to write to him. And then I just wrote, are you still not into snark? Because I'm a little snarky. Sorry, I Googled. And then he wrote, oh, my God. How do people how do you Google people with just one name? But like he responded, like, right. I get them to kind of like. Be curious. You should. Right. I mean, well, I used to do that. So I'll be, so Randy it takes and a I, lot of energy. Randy and I have a mutual friend, Krista, and um, and I would like, you know, I would see, you know, like guys that they were really into, like they write, you know, I'm really into sports. I'm like, and I would say favorite football team, you know, question mark. And our my our friend Krista said to me, she's like, you don't ask them complete sentences, and she was like, you need to address gentlemen like they're gentlemen and prove that you're a lady and say what? good evening, so and so. No, how Ew. are you today? Absolutely. So not. that's exactly no. that's what Krista. Told me to do. Do not listen to Chris. So that's what yes. her picture so, looks like. I just heard this girl. What up, boogerhead? <laughs> yeah, it's my like, opening so line. Like that. I think that's good. That'll catch my attention. This this one that I did. This is the last what? one. This was really good. So this guy had a picture. <laughs> this guy had a picture jumping over all these like cow like horn skulls. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, so I sent it as like a meme. So I screenshotted the picture and then I wrote going through girls on Bumble, like, and just jumping <laughs> over all these like that stuff. So I have really good openers. Have good and he ones. was like, he go, he wrote, oh my God, clever. You know? So it's like, if you, I think if you have the right line, they'll write back. Absolutely. But it gets exhausting. So actually the last two that I wrote, I just wrote, hey, and then in parentheses, I wrote, I'm all out of creative openers. <laughs> like, but that's you creative. Yeah. yeah. So. I think just being honest and real does get people to respond or yeah. funny and creative. I think so too. Okay, I have one last question before we end anyway, the show. Anyway, how much time do have? So I don't like anyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We are done this show, but this has shown us the other side of uh, crazy women. Yes. The what other ha- side. That's the only side. Right. But but it shows you that it's it's not just men going through Women are these insecure. Emotions. We're Women all insecure. Are... Everybody's insecure. Everybody in this room is insecure. Everybody outside of this room is insecure. We're a playboy, for God's sakes. So there's lots of insecurity <laughs> <laughs> around this room. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you want to write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Catherine Urbanic, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Randy Wayne, thank you for being on the show. We will definitely have you guys back. Fantastic advice. Kristen, thank you for I'm opening up back. so much. Yeah, I'm she's so out sad. of here. This is Kristen's last episode, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Amazing. So New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Go subscribe. Don't be a loser and download individual uh, MP3s. It's a waste of time. And remember subscribe. to subscribe to our page, uh, connectpal.com slash podcast, where you get so many awesome extras, extra yes. podcasts, extra yes. advice. All and advice from Kristen. And advice from me. Yeah, that's exactly what you want right now. And don't follow me on Snapchat. I am Randy (laughs) (laughs) Williams. We will see you guys next week.